We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We talked about this a little bit earlier with Laramie Tunsil, uh, and Sean and I talked about it yesterday, but I wanted to get your take on it. <clears throat> Laramie Tunsil just coming right out and telling DJ Bienname from ESPN that, yes, he wants to be the highest paid tackle uh, in football, and it seems to me almost the almost the unanimous response from Texans fans is, yeah, sure, uh, why not? He's 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 one of the very few really good players on the team, and if you can lock that up and not have to worry about it and waste multiple draft picks trying to find a replacement for him, then then by all means, yes. What do you feel about, and how likely do you think it is? Well, I wasn't surprised. You know when I when I heard that, I mean I I think Laramie's really made it well known to be the highest paid tackles is a, is a big deal. But I think there's some other things that have happened this year that he's taken a lot of pride in. And number one being when he was named captain for the Philadelphia Eagles game, he talked about it after the game it, that meant a lot to him. That meant a lot to Laramie. Uh, the fact that he was named captain, and I heard him on uh, Landry on with Landry John in the loop. And they were asking him about his press conference when he was, he just said, he was asked different players, and he was like, dog, dog. I mean, he just kept comparing him to dog, and they were like, well, what, who's a dog? And he went on, he's like, I don't know how to explain it, but Damian Pierce is a dog. And then he stopped talking about Damian, he was like, I'll tell you this, one of my favorite players, maybe my favorite player on the team is Jalen Petrie. And then he tweeted, he retweeted a video somebody had done of Jalen Petrie. And it was just top five. And you just get the feel that things are a little bit different with Laramie. Like, he looks at these young dudes and he sees he sees some talent. Like, he respects the young talent on this team. And I think he's just in a different mindset than maybe he was even a couple years ago. So, I don't know that that ever leads to a hometown discount. But, and especially with Laramie, I don't think it's going to happen. But you have, let's say you didn't want to pay that number. You do have an option with Titus Howard, and you do have to make a decision on Titus. What are you going to do about his contract situation? I would hope that if you're bringing in a different quarterback, even if you, no matter who you have a quarterback going forward, whether it's Davis or you get a rookie or whomever, that guy's got to be protected. So don't do what you did in 2017. What you did in 2017 was draft Deshaun Watson and then didn't get a deal done with Dwayne Brown, and now you got this re, you know, revolving door over a left tackle and you've got a massive issue protecting Deshaun Watson. Don't do that. I know you can't. You can figure things out contractually to get the most out of Laramie Tunsil for the next how many ever years, and I think satisfy what it is that he wants. Yeah. So, 
see what you can do about that situation and and keep him here. And as this team gets better around Laramie, I think it'll be hopefully easier in the future to keep him where he is as long as he keeps that play at a high level. This year he's been – I remember the first day in training camp I watched and was like, wow, okay. I hope we get this all year, and I think we have. Um, one of our listeners texts in to the trailer wheel and frame text line – uh, something that I'll uh, I'll partially agree with, uh, but not necessarily in the same tone. And I might have a uh, uh, I wouldn't use the same tone as this listener, but I might have more wholeheartedly agreed with him last year. Uh, he says Laramie Tunsil is overrated beyond belief. He's a false start machine. He is unable to run block. I think that Laramie's run blocking has been much much more like it used to be yep. this year. After a couple of years of like curiously just disappearing, and I don't know what happened. I feel like um, that hasn't been the same thing this year. The false starts, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I don't know. About, I mean, listen, I can't – I'm the same, Seth. I can't – the false starts, I, I, I've always had trouble with it from the standpoint of Laramie is such a good athlete. And I just – I would struggle with that because I don't know that anybody's going to beat Laramie off the snap because he's so quick. So, yeah. yeah, the false starts, it's it's kind of a mystery. But for anybody to say that after this year, you're not watching Laramie Tunsil properly. No offense. Uh, maybe take offense. I don't care. You're not watching Laramie Tunsil properly. That guy's gone. How many how many sacks did Miles Garrett have? How many did Micah Parsons have? I mean, just look at those big-time stars and how many sacks they've had and how many pressures or quarterback hits they've had going one-on-one against Laramie Tunsil. I watch every play. Then I watch the game back on film, and I can tell you Laramie Tunsil's at a different level in 2022 than yeah. the four or five games he played in 2021. So take that for what it is. He's going to be a first-team All-Pro, or at least he should be. That's the level he's playing this year. And it is recognized throughout the league by those that watch a lot of film, those that don't, but just watch a game and can understand what they're looking at. Laramie Tunsil's at a different level this year than he has been. Now, is it in a contract year and all that? Eh. Maybe, maybe so, but just pure football and what he's doing on a field, he's at a different level this year than he's been for sure. Yeah, that, you know, the false start thing is something that uh, Drew Hodgson, an old teammate of mine uh, who comes on my, my YouTube channel uh, every couple of weeks, we, we were talking about that, and Drew's a really smart guy. You know, he played only a few years in the league, but he's, he's coached and he's real smart about yeah. O-line play. He said the exact same thing as you, which is that, the false starts are really, really curious because he's such a good athlete that when he's rolling back in his stance, like he doesn't need to do that. Right. He's not going to generally get beat around the edge, but I, he's just trying to he's trying to time it just perfectly. I almost feel like he needs to. They need to have auditions for the next center that's going to come and see if they're like, he can be perfectly in rhythm with Laramie Tunsil. You know, it's like on uh, Dancing with the Stars. Sometimes you just get stuck with the wrong partner, yeah. and it's not right. Uh, so he and the center just need to be more on the same page. Well, I can tell you this, and Seth, we've gone through this. I'll say this quickly. For some reason, Nick Martin snapped the ball slow. A number of those yeah. false starts from years ago were not on Laramie. It was a slow, silent count or just slow on the snap, and Laramie would get off on the count, and then Nick was slow to snap the football. There were so, a lot that year, yeah, those that couple year years, where sure. it looked like you could see where, oh, wait, no, it was actually, like, uh, right. a lot of times it was, because uh, all four guys would be moving. Right, absolutely. Like this year there have been more, it seems oh, yeah, like there been more. it's been him ex- this year. Yeah, it's him yeah. this year for sure. Yeah. So, um, but Larry, you know, you're right. Larry Tunsil has taken a, a big swing. Okay, you brought up the contract, you're part of it. That's what I've tried to figure out with, with Larry is, 
that things were dysfunctional last year. And I try not to judge people based on how they operate in dysfunctional situations. Um, because a lot of times, a lot of times the best people end up like suffering the most and acting out the worst because they're not, they, they don't operate well in dysfunctional environments, yep. you know? Um, so I, like, I can only go based on what he's done this year. And I think that for him, I think there's a, there's, I, maybe it's just because Dwayne Brown reminded me of this a little bit. Um, the fact that he's not a monstrous guy and he's more kind of a live athletic dude, I always feel good about those guys because I feel like they take care of themselves. Yeah. Like there's a certain amount of pride in how they go about their business that, that ages well and that tends to perform pretty consistently. So I just have that, I have that feel about it. I don't know how Pro Football Focus would quantify that or not, but that's my feel on it right now. Well, Pro Football Focus is, you know, one of the, uh, they were one of the logs on the fire this preseason yep. when they were like, eh, he's an above-average starter. That that got stuck in his craw because when he was named to the Pro Bowl, it was the first thing that he tweeted. That that chip on his shoulder has been there all year. And you know what? If that's what drove it, pro football focus, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, if that's hey. the motivation, look, I don't care where you get it. I mean, we talked about J.J. Watt. J.J. was the best at yeah. finding some chip on his shoulder Oh, this guy said something about me on a podcast down in Mexico to only five listeners. Oh, I'm going to make him pay for that. So be it. You find a chip on your shoulder any way you want and then go play the way you have. Great. Awesome. I'll that if it takes me walking up to Laramie and go, "You suck, Laramie." And then he proves me wrong all of 2023. Great. I don't care how they get there. Just get there. Hey, the uh, Texans face Trevor Lawrence on Sunday. I, I want to ask John, how does Bryce Young stack up to Trevor Lawrence when he was a prospect? Trevor Lawrence, the prospect, versus Bryce Young, the prospect. But right now, a special treat from beyond the grave almost. Sean's not dead, but he's gone for the day. Uh, but Sean and Mattress Mac, <laughs> Sean and Mattress Mac recorded Mac's picks. Here it is. Hey, it's a segment that has everybody talking every Friday. It is a founder and owner of Gallery Furniture, Mattress Mac. Jim Mackinville joining me every Friday to make three picks, two and one last week. So the, the listeners out there, didn't get that 3-0 and to get that half-off mattress. But the great thing about gambling is we get right back on the horse this week. We've got college football semifinals, and we've got the Houston-Jacksonville game in the NFL. Let's start it off with those college football semifinals, though, Mac. We've got TCU and Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl. The Wolverines minus 7.5. Who you got? Got to go with TCU straight up, Sean. There's no doubt about it. The Frogs are going to pull off one of the giant upsets of the century. They're going to let the quarterback... Uh, run the quarterback sneak to score a touchdown like they should have done against Kansas State, but that's all right. The Frogs are rolling. This is TCU's day to pull off a mega upset. I love that pick. I love that pick as well. I love TCU in that game as well. Mac, the other semifinal is going to be played in Atlanta in the Peach Bowl. That's kind of a home field advantage for the Georgia Bulldogs. They're hosting the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Bulldogs, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Who do you got in that one? I like Ohio State straight up. I think they have uh, as much or more talent than – a very talented Georgia team, obviously. I think this is upset weekend coming on, so I'm touting the underdogs to win straight up the Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, the Georgia Bulldogs go down and defeat to the incredible Ohio State Buckeyes. Ohio State amends their loss to Michigan. Uh, there you go. Two underdogs straight up in these semifinals. That would be something. All right, last one, Mac. 
you got the uh, you got the game right last week. Uh, our, our local NFL team finally came through for you here with a victory this weekend. It's Jacksonville coming to town. Jacksonville is a possible playoff team. The home team catching four in this one, Mac plus four for Houston. Who do you got in Jacksonville and Houston this weekend? I got to go with the Texans uh, straight up. So if you want to do an incredible three team parlay, take all three underdogs. Be that Ohio State, be that TCU, and be the Houston Texans. You'll probably get 50-1 to on it. I'm picking all three underdogs that win straight up this weekend, Sean, in an incredible upset weekend featuring our own Houston Texans. There you go. The money line parlay of the century right there. TCU, Ohio State, Houston in the NFL. Mac, what do you got going on for the people as we head into the new year? Well, we have our incredible mattress sale. You come out and buy a mattress right now at Gallery Furniture. $3,000 plus. Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, Stearns, and Foster. If the Astros win it all in 2023 and they are favored to win it, you get 200% of your money back. So you buy a $5,000 mattress, Astros win it all, you get $10,000 back. It's the deal of the century. People are all coming from all across the uh, Houston area to buy those mattresses. Sleep great tonight. If your New Year's resolution is to sleep better, feel better, live better, you and your spouse come out and buy that new Tempur-Pedic mattress today. Gallery Furniture delivers free, free, free. If the Astros win it all, you get double your money back. The deal of a lifetime. Buy it today before the new year and get it in your home tonight. Do it. Do it. Jake, take Mac's advice right there and get on out to Gallery Furniture, I-45 North between Tidwell and Parker. Mac, very happy new year to you. Always enjoying these segments with you and uh, looking forward to doing it again with you real soon. Thanks, Sean. Go Texas. Big upset weekend coming up. Y'all get ready. Thanks. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's a Miller Lite football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Here's Payne and Pendergast. Sean is taking the day off. 
So we've got John Harris in, and John Harris is the uh, the founder, president, CEO, and chairman of FootballTakeover.com, um, which uh, which thoroughly covers the draft. Uh, since he's in here, I wanted to take another opportunity to pick his brain about what is increasingly becoming the consensus pick to the Texans <laughs> if the Texans have the number one overall pick. It seems hey, – how close to unanimous is it right now when you look around mock drafts and everything? If the Texans yeah. are number one, are they taking Bryce Young every yeah, time? Yeah, I don't think I've seen anything differently, Seth, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's It's been Bryce Young. I know that there have been some people that have sort of dabbled with the thought of, well – you get your defensive guys now because there are a couple of elite defensive linemen. I think beyond beyond Will Anderson Jr. and Jalen Carter, I still think there are some really good defensive linemen in this draft. Miles Murphy from out of Clemson, Brian Brzee out of Clemson. I don't think Brzee has declared yet. And that's the other thing. And this is one other thing people have to keep in mind. Bryce Young still has to declare for the draft. Oh, yeah. He has not. You know, that, that little thing. <laughs> I brought well, this yeah. up with Mark. I brought it up in on, on air, but also in private. And I'm like, Bryce may go back. He might. I don't know what he makes through NIL, but you see him on Dr. Pepper commercials. The signing bonus at the, as number one pick is $25 million. You don't think there's some enterprising uh, Alabama Crimson Tide fan with some old Southern money that says, look, I can't get you to 25, but I'll give you a 10 mil NIL deal to come back. You know what, too, John? This is... Um this is interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because, uh, like, the no, the amount that you can make in NIL still pales in comparison to what the number one overall pick makes. Right. But what you can do with that NIL money is afford the pretty expensive uh, insurance yes. that you can get, injury insurance. It's yep. actually that is really that Lloyd's of London stuff. That's expensive. So it's not like most college kids can be like, oh yeah. I got a few hundred thousand dollars to spring on a life insurance policy. Sure. But that, or excuse me, a career ending injury policy. But that is interesting. Or in that, cause that, cause you can get a, if you get a policy that actually protects you in case your draft status falls too. Yeah. Like that's a, that's really expensive, but that could be worth it with the NIL. I want to say that over the last couple of years, there's been a player or two that has actually gone through that process of, hey, we, I thought it was going to be this pick and I ended up being this pick. So I think there have been some people that have, Cashing that policy. Ed Chester, defensive lineman at Florida, was one of the few I know about over the years that had to invoke the injury clause in his yeah. in his policy. But so that that little thing is out there. But the question you have is Bryce Young versus let's just say Bryce Young versus. Right. I think the one thing to keep in mind, and, and a lot of people have have kind of danced around it a little bit or or just even in some cases failed to discuss this. Because and I and I hear the noise of if the Texans the Texans are going to screw this up by winning games and like hold on here Sparky I like Bryce Young and Bryce Young is a really good quarterback I think he's going to be an excellent quarterback in the NFL whether it's with the Texans or with somebody else he's going to be an excellent quarterback in the NFL but he's not to me as I look at the number one pick Andrew Luck was a no brainer even with Robert Griffin the third Andrew Luck was a no brainer Trevor Lawrence to me was a no brainer. In the 2021 class, it was like, okay, well, well, who's who's next? It was never, okay, who's QB1? You know who QB1 is. I think this year you're seeing, okay, some might say Will Levis. Um, some might say C.J. Stroud, uh, which I, I could see. Okay. And you'll see C.J. Stroud uh, tomorrow night. But Bryce Young, to me, is that guy. But he's not 6'6", 220. Trevor has 
a stronger arm. Trevor's got the ability to run out of the pocket. And Trevor can make every single throw at an NFL level. Bryce, I think, can make all the throws. I think Bryce being 5'11", 190, is, it's his biggest drawback. Yeah. But the one thing that I think he will overcome, that, that the, his intangibles, his leadership, his ability to make plays happen in the fourth quarter will overcome what he lacks in being not being 6'2", 6'3", etc. I feel like this year at Alabama, if you go when we go back and we look at previous Alabama teams, Jerry Judy, we mentioned him earlier, Jalen Waddle. I mean, that's who Tua and Mac Jones were throwing to. Devontae Smith was the Heisman Trophy winner. Bryce Young last year threw to Mechie and Jamo, and that was James Williams. That was great. Who did he throw to this year? I don't think he's throwing to an NFL guy at all. Cameron Latu, his tight end, might be the only NFL guy he's throwing to. His offensive line is arguably the worst I've seen in Alabama in a decade or more. And yet, he still did his job at a very, very high level. Yes, he's small, but he can take a team from one spot to another. And I think he can do that wherever he's going to end up going. However, he's not Trevor Lawrence from the standpoint of size, speed, smarts, all that. I think you take out the size, then yeah, Bryce Young and Trevor Lawrence are pretty similar. They can make all the throws, great leaders, highly accomplished, very calm under pressure, good leaders, a little bit of swag and a chip on their shoulder at some point. I think they're very similar in that way. And I think eventually Bryce is going to be that kind of quarterback. And I compared him to Drew Brees. That was the, I did that back in May when I was doing my Harris 100, my first iteration. I started it back in April or May right after the draft. And I knew where I was going to put Bryce Young. I knew it was going to be high. He's right now, he's number two. Will Anderson one, Bryce Young two. That hasn't changed. And I was coming up with a comp for every player, and immediately I thought size, you see the number nine, the way he moves in the pocket, the way he delivers, how he leads, how calm he is. I got a Drew Brees vibe. And so that's how I compare him to. And if you think about Drew Brees, he found a way to make it work because he managed the pocket like a champ. Yeah. Drew was an excellent athlete. I don't think Drew ever gets credit for that. He was an excellent athlete. His movement skills were very good. He just never ran. He didn't have to. He learned how to manage that pocket, find windows, and make those throws. I think Bryce can do that as well. He, yeah, he learned with Drew Brees. That one's intriguing to me, especially with shorter quarterbacks, because the, the size, the weight thing is almost there's no comparison. I mean, there hasn't been a draft. There hasn't been a quarterback drafted in the first round right. who weighs less than 200 pounds since Jim McMahon. You know, wow. so it's it's been a long time. So it's hard to find a comparison. Not to mention, like, drafted and started as a guy that's less than 200 pounds in a while. So the, size, the, the body weight is one thing. But with the height, that's what intrigues me is that, you know, with Russell Wilson right now, it, maybe it's as simple as with his lack of – like, with his waning athleticism and his, you know, less ability to improvise than he used to have, it's starting to show up. Whereas with Drew Brees, he – made up for his height by becoming just so good with rhythm in yep. time, like almost throwing blind at times and yeah. off his tippy toes, looking with his head yeah, back yeah. so he could see high. Yep. And like learning, like you said, it wasn't even mobility as much as pocket movement, like yep. finding those lanes and understanding where they were. Do you see that, or can you even project that? Like, could you go back and look at Drew Brees' college tape and say, oh, yeah, he's going to be a master of anticipation and timing? It's tough because I remember when Drew Brees was coming out all oh, those many years ago. I, I loved him because yeah. I loved how quickly he'd get in rhythm. I loved how quickly he made a good decision. 
He wasn't quick to make a bad decision. He was making good decisions quickly. And I think Bryce falls in that category. And I think one other thing that Drew leaned on as he got older was his understanding of defenses and what he was looking at. I'll never forget, in 2019, we went, we went to New Orleans uh, on Monday night. And so we got there real early. I don't know why. For some reason, it felt like we got there way early. Well, Drew went out and did, and some quarterbacks will do this, some won't. But Drew went out and went through a whole passing progression up and down the field on air. And he, they, he would actually, it wasn't just run slant. They would give him the play. And that route was part of that play. So what he would do is he would drop, and I've told the story before because I know Clint texted me after I told it. He would make the th- he'd make his drop, he'd make the throw. Then he would reset his body and then he would go through the motion of throwing the other route in the progression. And then he would reset his body and then he would go through the other route in the progression. And that was how he warmed up for a game. He didn't just throw a slant route. He just didn't throw sails. He didn't just throw the quick out or whatever, deep balls. He would actually go through a full progression and you didn't get the feeling he was doing it for show. He was actually right. going through what the game plan actually was. And I, you saw that in his game where he would slant, no, dig route, no, what's on the backside. And I think he used his intelligence combined with his ability to manage the pocket to succeed at six foot. And I think Russell was doing that to a degree, but there was so much improvisational stuff. And then maybe it, forced Russell to not understand exactly what he was looking at at all times. Drew Brees got that he needed to know what was going on at all times. And I think Bryce, from what I've heard about him, that Bryce has that same mentality. Like, he understands. He he sees things. He's running things. And he wasn't protected very well this year, but he still found a way to make big plays, especially the Tennessee game. They're beating the absolute bejesus out of him. And he's throwing sidearm. He's throwing a no-look into the end zone. I mean... He was just unbelievable that game, and they ended up losing. They couldn't yeah. stop anybody that day. Um, but he was incredible. That was the game, uh, ironically, in a loss where I'm like, that's it. That's the game. Put that game on because you see all the warts, but you also see what makes him great in the same game. That's the game that people need to watch because you see all of it, and that's what you really want to see for a quarterback, and I think you see that from Bryce Young. And it's funny, isn't it, because that's hard to like, – so many, like, so many kids have – good work ethics or great drive and all of that. But like the, it's something, it's tough to gauge obsessiveness, isn't it? Yes. Like that's like a genuine obsession versus, okay, there's a guy that works hard and watches film and everything, but like with breeze breeze and Brady, especially I think, but breeze more so than any of those guys with how much he drilled repetitively, the same thing with his receivers and how important it was to have that timing down. It felt like, he was really conducting a symphony. Like yeah. it just, like everything had to be tuned just perfectly. And I don't like, I don't think you can project that out of a college kid. They don't even, they don't have the time or resources or availability of the kids to be, they're not allowed to spend that much time um, with no. their guys when they're in, when they're in college. And I'll give you, I'll give you this. They're that aspect of diving in and just completely devoting yourself to understanding that offense. Yeah. One of the best I ever saw in his rookie year in particular Deshaun Watson, that guy knew that offense backwards and forwards before they went into training camp. Backwards and forwards. I mean, Bill O'Brien told me a story how he would text Deshaun during that summer and just randomly, which is probably no surprise, and he would give him a situation. And 
he would want Deshaun to respond. And Deshaun would pick up his phone. You'd see the three little dots, you know, showing he's yeah. responding. <laughs> and he said 100% of the time he came back with the right answer. Yeah. And it wasn't as if it took 15 minutes to get back to him. He'd get, he'd get the right answer back to him. And look, it wasn't always you know, perfect. But he was diving. He wanted to know everything about that offense. And that's what Bryce is going to That's what every rookie is going to have to do. You have to dive, no matter what the offense is, whether you love it or you don't, if you want mastery, you got to master that thing before you get into training camp. And Deshaun, that summer, spent every waking second with that playbook to make sure he was ready. That's um, if, uh, Deshaun Watson having obsessive tendencies does not surprise yeah. me one bit. Yeah, you got uh, that right. Von Miller said some really nice things about J.J. Watt the other day. And uh, I, I went down a rabbit hole uh, after I read these comments or, or listened to these comments by Von Miller, and I think I uncovered a, a pretty big, big fish story about J.J. Watt uh, that keeps getting larger and larger with time. Well, we'll listen to Von Miller next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's a Miller Lite Football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, here's Payne and Pendergast. Sean is taking a day off, so John Harris is filling in. And, uh, John, this is something I came across yesterday. I came across it on Von Miller's Instagram, but I think it was pulled off of his Twitch channel, twitch.com slash Von Miller, which is, I mean, He's got nothing to do but sit around and play video games these days because he's recovering from his torn ACL. Uh, play video games, talk to Micah Parsons uh, <laughs> yeah. about things, and and do this. He had some really, really nice things to say about J.J. Watt. The sound you're going to hear at the beginning is him uh, clapping dramatically and then giving a little message uh, about J.J. 
Shout out JJ Watt, man. Incredible career. Um, I've been a fan of you since day one, since we went to Afghanistan together, and I saw the way that you worked, and I saw the way that you grinded, even in Afghanistan. Um, still making it to the weight room, still doing what you do, man. Huge fan of J.J. Watt and everything he's done on the field and what he's done off the field. Um, he definitely brought, brought the best out of me trying to compete against a J.J. Watt to you know win defensive player of the year and lead the league in sacks and you know, all the things that he was doing, he definitely, you know, brought a high level of competition out of myself and a high level of play out of myself. So, um, and you know, that, that I remember that they had been on a trip to Afghanistan together before. I, I didn't realize just what that must have been like because those guys both come in in 2011. Von Miller gets defensive rookie of the year. J.J. didn't have a magnificent rookie year until the end there where he started making some big plays. Um, Then in 2012, J.J.'s Defensive Player of the Year, Von Miller is runner-up for Defensive Player of the Year. And in the offseason, they find themselves in Afghanistan on a USO tour together. Um, The way Von phrases it there makes it sound like they served together in (laughs) Afghanistan or something. (laughs) Like there's a couple of old old war veterans, you know, trading stories. Yeah. but, but it did trade, and then and then it. I got to thinking, man, 2013 was right around the time I think he, Von Miller came back that year, kind of thicker. He'd gained like 10 pounds, so I went back and I checked into it. I was like, oh yeah, he did. He gained like 10 pounds that year, and he was like became more of a true pass rush or a uh, a hybrid speed and power guy. So like he genuinely was, he genuinely was kind of inspired by. J.J. Watt in in that time that he spent with him in Afghanistan. Yeah, and like you said, didn't didn't serve. Um, yeah, so yeah. tip of the cap, tip of the they cap to there. all those they that served have served. The, yeah. They served the service people, right? Yes. Exactly. But tip of the cap to all those that have served. That that leads me to this question, Seth, because Von Miller and J.J. Watt are drafted in the same draft, right? Yeah, twenty eleven. This is a magnificent draft. I want to go through the top eleven picks. And there maybe are a few down below, too. I'm trying to see. There might be a few others. There might be a few others that were drafted in that draft. Now, of the top 11 picks, J.J. being the 11th, nine made a Pro Bowl. How many of these guys do you think, Seth, make the Hall of Fame? I'll rattle through. Oh, okay. Cam Newton. I think he's in the Hall of Very Good. Vaughn. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Marcel Darius, Mr. Big Stuff. Uh, Pro Bowl player, but not going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. A.J. Green. He's going to be on the cusp. Yeah, that boy, that's an interesting one. Yeah, Patrick Peterson. Mm. He's certainly going to be on the cusp of it. Julio Jones. Log jam. Alden Smith would have if he would have stayed on the straight and narrow. Yeah, um, the, in terms of an actual talent, and who did produce on the yeah. field. Yeah, it just, uh, yeah. Uh, Jake Locker is not going to anybody's Hall of Fame. Tyron Smith was the ninth pick. Yeah, Blaine Gabbert, who saved some people uh, on a plane crash or something that happened in Tampa, is pretty amazing. He did that yesterday, but he's not going to the Hall of Fame. And then JJ's eleven. So if you think, and I think, Vaughn, possibly AJ Green, Patrick Peterson, Julio Jones, Tyron Smith, JJ Watt, what's that? Five, one, two, three, four, five, six. That's six guys in the top eleven. Potentially going to the Hall of Fame out of that one draft in 2011. 
Yeah, that's uh um, Good gosh. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty <laughs> that's not bad at all. Um it, it that's a and that's a draft that I think got several GMs fired because when you have that much talent in uh, the top half of a draft mm-hmm. and you screw up one of those things. You, you draft that, Christian Ponder for the Minnesota Vikings? Of course Ponder, I mean Peterson kept Ponder afloat for a while. Just like uh, then, who drafted Blaine Gabbard? Who was the GM at the, the time? Of ja- it was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Was that Shaq Harris? It may have been. Still, I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. If I, I, there have been so, there have been a lot of different uh, Jaguar GMs over the years. <laughs> Maybe they got it right with Trent Balky. I don't know. They've added the, the talent has been good. It was uh oh, it was Gene Smith. Shaq yeah. Harris was the six years prior, and then Gene Smith took over 2009. And wow. So, yeah, that's a um, tough one. so, so when Von Miller was there in Afghanistan and he was talking about JJ working out, this, the story was that Watt said he had to get ready to go throw the ceremonial first pitch for the Houston Astros in Major League Baseball season opener. And Miller wondered why Watt needed to put in all that time for one pitch. Watt explained that he was also going to take batting practice before the game, which he did. I, uh, yeah. And he hit a couple of home runs uh, over the Crawford boxes, but still home runs. Yes. And um, so, so Miller saw highlights of JJ's performance, and I'm reading this in. Um, I pulled this from a uh, from an actual uh, an Army publication. Uh, it said his ceremonial pitch reportedly was clocked at 85 miles per hour. <laughs> which was less impressive than his batting session and included several wall-clearing blasts. And Vaughn said, you uh, see J.J. just cracking them out there. So I thought, I thought 85 miles per hour, is a f- that's fast. Yeah. For going out and not warming up and throwing 85, and frankly, I was a little bit skeptical. So uh, I had to go find this footage, and it was, it was harder to find than I thought. It's, you forget how far YouTube has come just in the last few years. That like now almost anything that happens you can find on YouTube. Right. This is a little tougher to find, and I found it in like 180, uh, the, the, the low resolution yeah. from like some offshoot of the MLB YouTube. Yeah. Uh, but it's JJ throwing a pitch to JD Martinez, who is catching for him, and uh, he, he throws it, veers to the left a little bit. It's not a strike, but it doesn't look 85 miles per hour. And now, mind you, JJ's not saying that it was 85. Right. It's not JJ bragging or anything. So I, I looked back a little deeper, and I saw all these articles saying that it was a 75 miles per hour, which is still pretty impressive. Um, but there, I, I feel like, okay, maybe the 85 was somebody hearing or writing 75 wrong. I had to go to HoustonTexans.com to get the straight scoop, John. They're the only Your website, the only website that could be trusted. Kept it real? The day that day reported that it was a seventy-three mile per hour pitch, which that it looked about right that it was seventy-three miles per hour. That's probably right. I think people don't quite understand how fast ninety-five miles an hour is. Yeah, and they're like, ah, eighty-five. Oh man, you can haul off and throw it as hard as you can, and you're gonna barely register seventy if you're a, you know a normal human being. Yeah. It's that hard to get. That type of miles per hour, I don't think people truly understand. I mean, go to an Astros game and sit on the first and third base side and watch how fast the ball gets from the pitcher's hand to the catcher's mitt. And that oftentimes is in the 90s, and then you have some guys throwing in the 100s. Even 85 miles an hour, you're watching going, that's pretty salty. So yeah, for him no, to have gotten Keuchel's, to 85 would have been like... Is like yeah. 87 these days. And yeah. Yeah, it's... um. So, yeah, who knows? 73 probably. About you know right. what I didn't know? As I was looking into, like, pitch speed for – I was 
nerding out because now I turned myself into a stupid baseball. Yeah, nerd. I mean you're Seth um, Payne stat nerd. Yes, but it is um, sometimes it's overstated how much velocity has increased because they've just gotten better at measuring uh, the velocity. Like the old when they were using the radar guns, a lot of times I was catching the speed like. Right before it hit the catcher's mitt, right, right. or like it was an, a- and then it was an average for a while and everything. Where now they're catching it, um, like as it leaves the pitcher's hand, they're calculating it out with, uh, you know, just digitally and everything. So it's uh, it's it's more accurate. So Nolan Ryan was pitching faster than the reported times were, right. at least compared to how they measure it today. Well, I feel better now. You feel uh, better that that no, like I, when you saw Nolan Ryan pitch. I think like, it's okay, that is- no, I think <laughs> it's absolutely awesome, and I say this in all one hundred percent sincerity. I'm going to say this not because I'm on the show with you. But I think this a lot when I'm listening to you talk about baseball because I feel like there's such this thought of, well, Seth played football. What does he know about other sports? <laughs> and yet I listen to you talk about baseball, and that's where I get all my baseball knowledge because a lot of times when the season's going on, I'm not as in tuned into the Astros or MLB because of football going on or the draft is going on, and I'm not able to, to dive in as much. So I'm like, all right, I don't need to listen to Sean and Seth. I, it's such a fallacy because you know football that well. It's like people can't comprehend, well, Seth can know football and baseball. So I'm glad you did that study because it just shows how much you have studied over the years to understand the game and and bring it to the people and talk intelligently about it. So I'm very proud of you, Stat, well, thanks, stat well, Nerd <laughs> Seth. Well, it, you know what it is? Because I, I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up around a baseball team. Like I never lived right. anywhere really right. near a baseball team. And like so, until I came to Houston in 2002, that was the first time I got to know the players on a team and like watching them. I didn't know, I didn't personally know Biggio or Bagwell or any of those guys, but like watching them on TV and like you start to get that that stress, right? Like when they're at that plate, like that sympathetic feeling, but then the same joy and everything. Like you just you can identify with baseball players in a different way than you can in other sports. So, um, yeah, I was like, I feel like in, in a way it was a little bit of a blessing that I came to it later in life because I did sit down and kind of just get absorbed in trying to learn it right? In from scratch instead of the stuff you learn when you're in Little League and right, the, right. The, the, the different things. And then things, you but. think that carries you forward to Major League Baseball. I mean, I, you know, a lot of people say that about me. I'm like, look, man, I, I was recruited to play baseball at the Air Force Academy. I'm like, what? Really? And I'm like, yeah. I caught for years. I understand the game. You ain't got. You don't have to fool me about the game. But I'll tell you this: seeing how much I spend my time in football and seeing how much the schemes and things have changed, yeah. I've had to study up on it even more now and continue to to make sure that I'm up on those things. And you still hear guys that will talk about the game that aren't doing that as if it's being played back in the 2000s. And I'm like, eh, you know. So with baseball, I can. I know enough to be dangerous, but the way things have changed, the measurement of certain things, when I hear you guys talking about it, I feel like I'm getting smarter listening well, to it. And I just feel like that's out there for for you and me. We're football guys. You know, Clint, same thing. You can talk intelligently about other sports, too. It can be done, and you're definitely showing how it's done. So, you know, Mutual Admiration Society making sure I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, I do. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, though, about the way football is being played today, because I am uh, I've got I've got some questions for you <laughs> about about the zone read and Jeff Driscoll and a lot of that stuff. And and some of the guys my age who comment on it on TV. Uh, so I'm going to I'm quizzing John Harris about <laughs> the football one of football in 2022 coming up next. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.